0: Is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding. The street is full of corruption. It is baked in to every aspect of our society. 1900s. Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This
1: is written over a hundred years
0: ago. All right, everybody. It is Steve the Rogue Scholar. And we're normie hunting today, folks. We're in pursuit of normies. As you heard me in my last live stream, we talked extensively about the problem with getting the information that we need to get out there, out there. And over the course of time, one of the hardest things to do, and, and this is personal, this is from my vantage point, and I'm sure you guys can appreciate this at some level anyway, The idea of pulling people into the fold, getting people out of being normies, calling people normies, right? The folks that are literally just full of, you know, mainstream media, full of just whatever the base case for the establishment is. They believe it, they repeat it, they say it ad nauseum. That is what we call a normie. A normie watches the MSNBC, CNN. They watch these shows as if they're manna from heaven, mother's milk, canonical, you know, truth. And they're very, very hard to convert. They're very, very hard to uh, turn into anything other than a normie. Normies will literally listen to you. They'll nod. They'll keep going. But in the end, they are not going to do anything that you say. Everything you say isn't important until someone like Bernie Sanders says it. Once Bernie says it, then they believe it. Then they're going to take action on it. Or once someone else says it and they believe it, they'll take action on it. But a normie in general just goes with the common narrative. So why is this even a subject? Why are we talking about normies when we're busy talking about trying to build parallel institutions? We're trying to talk about uh, preparing the runway to really really truly take on the establishment in a way that's meaningful <clears throat> that will have revolutionary outcomes that will allow us to move beyond the normative state that we're in today the reason is this it's it's easy once you're reading especially if you're like me in the sense that you're a voracious reader you're incredibly driven to try to understand complex issues and then you've got normies and you 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 talk in these elite circles where they're quibbling over the word capitalism and over here people don't even fucking understand that what capture is okay you got two very very distinct worlds at play one is a very very data driven very resource intense uh knowledge seeking uh group and the other is just sort of superficial they go through life bumping into walls and they're okay with that. They're okay with it. There's people that I mean I could never pay for my children's college as an example. Ever. I just there's just no way in hell I could do that. There are people out there that can and they don't understand that that's privilege. That's like normie zone sort of, right? You you don't realize that that's privilege. And so you've got this whole mindset that it's like on one hand, they want to overturn the system. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do this. In reality, they don't have any idea what that means. They have no idea what to do outside of
1: just all in line with the actual establishment. And so as you get deeper into the knowledge, what ends up happening, you get more and more radicalized. And
0: so the gap between you and a normie keeps going like this, and going like this, and going like this. But there, but by the grace of God, were you once? You were once somewhat of a normie. We all were at some point somewhat of a normie. So understanding that we can't do anything with a bunch of edge lords, a bunch of folks that are off on the side that think they're just so witty and smart and clever, and they're splitting words and parsing important things that regular people can only handle this much.
1: This tiny little bit, man. So much so that if they put their finger up, they blot out the sun. That's all they can handle.
0: And we're in there fucking slicing a word that they understand like capitalism doesn't exist. It does exist. We can't get normies to take any action whatsoever. And without normies taking those actions, all of us freaking people that are studying, reading constantly, and pouring oh, no. over, listening to podcasts, and you know, going to classes and
1: going to conventions and networking and stuff, it doesn't make a bit of difference. That's the problem. Unless we find a way to reach the normie, and you can see out on the internet, in the interwebs, where most of
0: activism takes place these days you can see that there is a group and it's like compartmentalized, like I am ultra. I am so left that I'm so left that I'm even bonding with libertarians. People that have no interest in a true honest to God socialist state, they're very interested in ripping everything down. Ah, but there's the, there is the common thread. The anti-establishment burn it down. So these people, reds that are supposedly left and communist and rights that are ultimately libertarians and others anarcho capitalists etc start bonding together and so these edge lords over here castigate anyone that's not in that little sphere and they don't remember that at one point in time they were part of the normie crowd until they learned now that they've learned, they've grown, but they've still got to pull the folks
1: over on that, over there. They got to pull those folks in. They got to pull these fucking idiots in. Okay? And unfortunately, you've got, going back to my
0: live stream the other day, you've got the edge lords that are busy critiquing and crushing and shouting down Every single person that hasn't said, fuck the Democrats. The Democrats are just like the Republicans. Of course they are, because there are two capitalist parties that are defending six degrees of separation. Of course, that's it. But to them, that six degrees of separation may as well be from here to Titan, from here to Saturn, from here to Jupiter. That's how far the chasm is for their six degrees of separation, Republican
1: and Democrat, to what most leftists want, they ain't there. They're not there. And they are most certainly, they're most certainly not into the parsing of whether capitalism exists. You know, you know Trump said, yeah, capitalism, it's just like, it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoking off to ah, Spark my ganja, little hobbit. I mean, they're not in that crew. They're not drinking tea with their pinky out. Maybe they are, actually. Maybe they are. Maybe they're very privileged fucks that make lots of money and have no idea why you're complaining. They have no idea. They haven't experienced the pain and suffering. They have been able to put blinders on and not see the homeless. They put blinders on and not heard about the medical debt explosion. They put blinders on and don't know about how bad student debt has become. They put blinders on, and don't realize how stagnant wages have been. Why? Because they have a portfolio. And they manage their stocks and their investments. Oh, and I forgot to tell you,
1: I think we have a vacation property in Florida. Okay. Normies, folks. Normies and somehow or another you got to bring them into the fold you got to bring people into the fold and it's not just the edge lords it's not just the edge lords and so we got this real serious problem here we got this real serious problem where most people
0: aren't hearing these deeper more esoteric questions, these more
1: deep, esoteric concepts, they're not hearing it. They're just not hearing it. And so, you know, I, I, I frequently mock, mock
0: people that say, oh, we just need to resource the vote. We just need enough votes, right? Because obviously it fundamentally doesn't understand You've been voting your whole life. You have had a Democratic Party with super majorities several different times. And several different times, the leader of the Democratic Party, whether it was Barack Obama or whether it was Bill Clinton or whether it was Joe Biden or a number of them, okay, have literally done exactly what Ronald Reagan would do. And if they're not doing what you thought you were going to get when you had hope and change with Obama, and all of a sudden he took the public option off the table before he'd even begun negotiating, went straight to the right-wing Mitt Romney plan for an insurance subsidy. When you see that, you have to have eyes to see what damaged neoliberalism did. But normies don't see that. They see that the
1: bill said the Affordable Care Act. They see that the Democrats are fighting to get us health care. That's a
0: normie. A normie sees that stuff. An enlightened person doesn't see that anymore. They know that it's a ruse. They know it's bullshit. Okay, But a normie genuinely believes that the ACA was some good thing. They don't have any assessment in there. They couldn't critique Obama for pulling the public
1: option out before a negotiation had even occurred. So if you understand that, if you understand that, it's a challenge because especially as you've learned more and more and more, you become more and
0: more bitter, more and more jaded, more and more frustrated with normies
1: who don't come along for the ride, who think themselves smarter. They think they're smarter than you. That's the worst part. They've
0: got so much propaganda filling their noodle. They're not hearing any of what you're saying because they are damn sure they're correct. They're damn sure they know. And they're damn sure that they're not going to listen to you. And when you start splitting hairs on words like, like, for example, when we started talking about modern monetary theory, I said a simple phrase, taxes don't
1: fund spending. Pavlina Chernova, she says, taxes don't fund spending. Stephanie Kelton has ta- uh,
0: tweets out there that have said taxes don't fund spending. She wrote a paper called "Do Taxes and Bonds Finance Public Spending?" On and on, I said this, but there were edge lords out there, the the smart people that wanted to fight over the word "fund." Normies watching, going, "What are they talking about?" And they're,
1: like, blah, blah. "It's not really funding." Well, of course it's funding. How come the TGA the funding? It's funding. It's funding. It's that kind of idiotic, esoteric bullshit that destroys movements. And so we had tons. My, my last calculation, when I looked at the height of Real
0: Progressive's Facebook, uh, you know, when we had lots of people in,
1: our page used to get 30-some million people through every month. 30,
0: over 30 million people every month. And they were hearing me say things like, federal taxes don't fund spending. And a lot of people bought into it. A lot of people during that time period came in to the fold and learned. Now all of a sudden they're,
1: well, I wouldn't use that language. I wouldn't say it the way, oh, by the way, I learned it that way, but I wouldn't do it that way. It's like they graduate to some level that is now suddenly turned into a Karen. They've become a Karen. Can I talk to the manager, please?
0: And all the while, the normies, like your children, you know, when a husband and wife are fighting
1: tooth and nail or people in a relationship, husband, wife, 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 husband, whatever, they're in, they're fighting and the kid's sitting there going. And all of a sudden you hear the kid repeat that you fucking asshole. Normies watch people
0: fighting and they say, oh, they don't have their shit together. Bernie says, let's go to his website. It says he's going to pay for a Green New Deal with a Wall Street speculation tax. That's what the answer is. I don't care what those crazy people over there say. They're too busy fighting over the word fund. It's got to feel good to be right when you're that right over some split hair, doesn't it? Let me go ahead and take you down a pathway of esoteric Graduate level, PhD level, postgraduate level concepts.
1: But normies here, please believe me, trust me when I say capitalism doesn't exist. At some point in time, you got to stop parsing words and recognize that in order to get them to even understand they're getting fucked, in order for a normie to understand how they're getting screwed, it's got to be understandable. And the bottom line is the federal government creates money out of thin air.
0: Your taxes don't pay for that. So if I say taxes don't fund spending, and someone will actually, Steve, let me explain to you how taxes actually really do
1: fund spending. Smack, 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 smack. Fucking rake the eyes, drop the elbow, right? I mean, at some point in time, you got to realize that less is more. Less is more. And I think to myself frequently, because I was once a Republican and
0: once a Libertarian, so my disdain for those thinkings comes
1: from a genuine place of, I remember, I know okay. how it was. I'll never I will not ever want to be there again, right? So when you understand that,
0: though, you understand that a Republican doesn't want to hear shit about their taxes going
1: up to pay for your bad decisions. They just don't want to hear it. Whether they're wrong, right, whatever, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear that their hard earned tax dollars of any
0: variety, whether it be their investments for their Wall Street speculation or whether it be their income, they don't want to hear any of that. They only want to know
1: that everybody's getting it or nobody's getting it and that their taxes aren't going up. That's it. And so when we get into these like esoteric hair-splitting debates, these esoteric hair-splitting debates, we fundamentally destroy any chance of progress.
0: Fundamentally destroy that. Because you got to get them into the fold first. When I first heard about MMT, Bruce Patrick came to me and said, Steve, have you ever seen a dollar before? This sounds so stupid. At the first, I couldn't stand it. I was like, why do they keep asking me this dumb question? Have I ever seen a dollar? Of course,
1: I pull out a dollar bill, and I'm like, yeah, sure, here's a dollar. He's like, that's not a dollar, Steve. Not? No, it's
0: not. It's a visual representation of a dollar in a paper, You've never seen, you've never smelled, you've never heard, you've never felt a dollar. A dollar is a unit of measure, just like you've never felt an inch or you've never felt a pound. And I look down and I grab my gut and I'm like, I know what a pound feels like. I know what a couple pounds, a couple 20 pounds feels like, right? Bottom bottom line
1: is, is that it took a lot to get the idea of what a unit of account was. It took a lot to understand what a country's unit of account was. It took a lot to understand
0: that it was a unit of measure, not an actual thing of value. It's a unit of measure because I had that idiotic thinking about the gold standard too going on in my head. Okay. So I had to undo a lot of crazy stuff. I really did. I had to undo a lot of crazy stuff and worse. Let me make it even worse. I got my master of business administration. So I really thought I knew my shit. I really, really did. And so when people were presenting these truths to me, I was already rejecting them, period, because I already knew. I had already been trained. I had already got a degree. Look at this big, pretty piece of paper behind me. I know things. And then when I got my second master's degree, I was absolutely insufferable. So imagine how regular normies are when you try to bum rush them. Now, mind you, I am all about the alarm clock effect. I think the alarm clock is incredibly important because everybody's not going to be a closer. So some people's got to wake them up, shake them up, and somebody's got to come around with a soft feather pillow and say, here, take a nap right here. Let me love you through this. Let me snuggle you up and spoon with you. Let me give you manna from heaven. Let me give you mother's milk. Whatever it is, nursing back to health. I used to joke around and say, Hey, I'm a depth charge. Throw me into the lake and I'll explode and
1: all the fish will rise to the top. You guys scoop them out and have yourself a smorgasbord. Okay. I used to always talk about this kind of stuff. But
0: in the end, I realized ultimately that just like in evangelism, just like in evangelism, everybody is not the closer. Everybody doesn't get to do the sinner's prayer. Sometimes you got to be the guy that wakes them up the fire and brimstone dude over here, followed by the follow-up guy that talks about, well, you love your kids and followed up by the final guy who says, Hey, here's the way sign your name right here. We have to get into the habit in sales, even sales always about knowing who is your champions, who are your detractors and who are your neutrals and being able to create a plan to get past your detractors to get to your neutral so you can build up more champions.
1: So ultimately, in the end, in the end, it's about understanding that we have to get to them by any means necessary. But that edgelord group out there, that group of folks out there that are so far off that all they do
0: is YouTube shit show food fights where they're pointing, oh, you, the, the new left, the real left, the whatever left, the blah, blah, blah left. And they sit there and isolate and attack people because they're catering to normies. Catering to normies, okay? That's the crime that they're guilty of is catering to normies. Why is that a crime? Well, obviously, anytime normies get to feel like they're the ones that are on the right side of things, they're not gonna be
1: feeling like the urge to change. They're not going to put forward the effort to change. They're just not. They're not. They're not. And so somehow or another, you got to show them. You got to show them. Show them why this matters to them. And it takes
0: effort. And these edgelords out there that are busy telling everybody that's not like ready to burn it down and embrace Republicans, everybody that's not out there spooning libertarians and uh, making excuses for Kyle Rittenhouse and all the other crap and talking to bugaloo and juggaloos and all the rest of ooze. If you're not doing that, then you're uh, you're you're just a normie, democratic, sycophant, blah, 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 blah. I'm here to tell you. That because of that mindset, the opportunity for us to really make a labor led, a people led, a 99% led movement becomes slimmer by the minute. Because those folks, I swear to God, we posted yesterday, it was year ending uh, donations that we were trying to get for Real Progressives, our, our 501c3 on the other channel. We were trying to get year end donations through, and we had the nastiest attacks by people that should have been our allies, but they weren't our allies because they were busy telling us that they thought we were just sheepdogs for the Democratic Party. And you get your fucking bullshit off my page. I don't want to see your stupid shit. Why the hell are you asking me for
1: Fuck you. I'm horrible, not even joking. But these were the, I'm so left, I'm ultra bullshit, right? That don't
0: understand that if all we do is attract the people that already know,
1: we're just going to be a bunch of self righteous pieces of shit that get nothing accomplished. Nothing accomplished. Nothing accomplished. And I just sat there and dumbfounded. I was like, delete the posts. I would rather
0: delete the post than have these edge lords sit there and shit all over it while we're working our asses off trying to make change, trying to reach those normies, trying to get into different places. Hell, I have talked at MAGA QAnon rallies. I've talked at Democratic rallies. I've talked at Green Party rallies. I've talked at Socialist rallies.
1: I've talked at a million of them because the message is the message is the message, sir. But you gotta reach them where they're at because we can't beat the
0: establishment without them. And somebody, rightfully, Wesley, uh, who's in the crowd here, I believe, he was wonderful. He came to me and said, listen, unions are not going to be able to do this. They're not enough power to the unions. We saw what happened during the pandemic. The government was able to shut down just about all of industry and nothing happened.
1: Why is that? Because the government is the currency issuer. The government was capable of doing these things, but labor, not so much, not the way we think so. Anyway, however, I do believe that there are strategic strikes that could occur based on a belief that we're open, that could
0: put a real crimp in things, that would bring about a moment, an opportunity to educate more, because this is where we are in the trajectory. We're in an educate or else moment. We're not in the revolutionary period. I wish we were. We're not. As much as folks would like us to be there, we're not. And so when I see people breaking from that and ignoring the fact that we've got to teach folks now, now's the time. From election to election to election, we need to be growing in numbers in terms of knowledge, growing in terms of understanding, growing in terms of analysis. Right? It's the analysis that has to be there. Why is that? Because every day some new thing comes up, but it's really not new. There's nothing new under the sun. It's all the same thing every day, just with different names associated with it, different maybe particulars. The azov battalion, okay. The this, okay, the that, okay. Right? It's always something, but it's always the same, if you know what I mean. The same principles will always apply. United States government is doing what it's always been intended to do. And that is protect capital, protect the moneyed interest of the wealthy that have always been the generational wealth, the wealth that came into this country, the old wealth. To get out of your station in this life requires something spectacular. You could win the lottery tomorrow and have millions of dollars. But if you don't use those millions of dollars to actually solidify wealth, meaning actual access to real goods and services, you've got nothing. Interestingly enough, look at the folks that had crypto and went crazy in the investment, and all of a sudden it bought them out and they lost everything. If they had the real goods and services there, if they had bought real resources, if they bought homes, if they bought factories, if they bought whatever, They would have something of value no matter what. But the pieces of paper, they rise and fall. They can change things. Inflation can change things. This is why it's fundamentally fucked about the UBI. People just don't get it. Typical, right? Typical normies that want a UBI. Normy mindedness gets a UBI. All right. Normy. That's a normy thing because they don't fundamentally understand the Trojan horse that the people that are pushing for that at the top really want, they like Milton Friedman and others want to dismantle the social safety nets. They want to dismantle all aspects of state. And by doing a UBI, they take away the fact that the government has all that buying power, all the ability to position the pricing for everything that you would need so that you don't even have to know what the pricing is. They just provide it. But these idiots want to give you a UBI, so all that falls on you. You sure as hell better have a union of people together so that you can control prices on these things that only the federal government has the strength to do. But alas,
1: normies going to do what normies do. Normies going to do what normies do. How do you get past that? when you know all
0: these things, you've read so much stuff, your fucking brain is exploding with knowledge and you're surrounded by people whose eyes roll back into their head the minute you talk economics, whose eyes roll back in their head the minute you talk about historical and dialectical materialism, whose eyes roll back when you discuss all the different dialectics throughout history. When their
1: eyes roll back and they don't hear you, The conversation means nothing, means nothing. Believe me in my household, you know, that saying a prophet hath no honor in their own household.
0: Let me tell you something in my own household. The minute I start talking
1: economics, Melanie's looking at me and she's like, are we done yet? Do I have to really hear this? Do I really have to fucking hear this?
0: Thanks. Okay. Goodbye. I'm done. Walks away. She doesn't have any interest. None. Zero. And that's the average person too. And you can see it because you go back to 2015 and you think about all the people that we were all buds with through the Bernie Sanders movement. And you think about all those people and how few of them are even talking MMT, how few of them are even talking about any of the stuff. How they got away from green a green new deal they're already they they they're just still kind of dealing with build back better they're quick to roll they roll over on those things just like easy peasy like cool as the other side of the pillow
1: but if you hold fast you're going to be considered an edge lord you're going to be considered something other than
0: what they want you to be you're going to be the wrong guy you're going to be bad so you've got trouble coming from both directions. You've got the ultras over here who think everything you do is nothing but sheepdogging for the democratic party. Even though you tell them flat out, fuck the democratic party, that's not enough for them. They need you to literally be curb stomping normies. I mean, whatever they need you to literally, uh, you know, everything you gotta, you gotta call, you can't call the squad, the squad, you gotta call them the fraud squad, because if you don't do that, then that means you're simping for Dems, right? right? It's just just this perverse way of isolating and balkanizing and splintering. And you start to wonder, is that CIA shit, man? Is that Quintel probe trying to separate a movement once again? It's not Democrat. You don't have to support the Democrats. Fuck, I don't support the Democrats. I get it. But that doesn't
1: change anything. In the end, you've got to reach the people that are totally swayed by this. Every time you sit there and you go through these moments and you think to yourself,
0: am I growing this or am I shrinking this?
1: I get it. You need people, militant people, people willing to really lay it on the line. I talk about it all the time
0: because I'm trying to grow that kind of mindedness because I want more people that are willing to fight for real. I get it. People enjoy their five-star hotels and their, their Grand Marnier and their Cuban cigars and their travel and all the pretty pictures and all the nice things in their home. I get it. It's nice to have nice things. Who the hell wouldn't want to be clean? I mean, I think back to uh, you know Monty Python and he's going through Oh, must be a king. How do you know? Hasn't got shit all over him, right? I get it. We want to be the clean one. We want to be the one that has everything. There are so many really great comments over here, and I'm truly not trying to ignore them, but I'm going to add this one from Carpe Diem. Really great, and I appreciate I see I got some super chats up here as well. Um, but it's like, just to put it out there, it's like normies believe in top-down up, scrolling. Normies believe in top-down power. That's why they scorn personal conversation but we'll get excited about the same concept in a public service announcement, short commercial ad or billboard. Hey, I saw that on TV. You're exactly correct. And let's take a look here. Humorous. I want to thank you humorous for this $50 here, buddy, man. Oh my God. Thank you. I didn't even see this, but he said, um, let me
1: find it real quick. I'm so sorry. I got it at the top, but I'm trying to, let's see if I can. I got to scroll. Sorry, guys. Uh, Where are you, Mr. $50 Super Chat? I want to put this up here. Thank you so
0: much. Let's see New York radio. Oh, there we go. I'm so sorry. I should have done this in real time. But he's like, it's sad that people don't realize we'd be better off being in debt for $100 trillion and paying 55% in taxes and literally stop funding for free. The United Corporations of America and the oligarchs that own them, you know, I—that's I, another story in and of itself. I mean, you got to fundamentally realize that the system we're in right now today is—is is fundamentally based on debt. It's fundamentally based on uh, the 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 buy and sell and the power dynamics of the world of today. Whether you want to call that capitalism or whether you want to try and find some other word that takes a paragraph to explain instead of one word capitalism um knock yourself out but it is very very challenging to do this and the taxes the key thing here is this and i'm just going to say this point blank taxes are have a purpose they have a couple purposes number one tax is not to fund programs by the way folks that's the number one thing taxes do not do but number one thing that they do do is they drive the need for currency because you only pay tax in the currency of your nation, your, your national government or the currency issuer. You only pay tax in their currency. You can't pay your federal taxes in Bitcoin, folks. I'm really sorry about that. I wish we could, but you can't. So saying that the Bitcoin's going to take over is another like just insane thing. Number two, it's to assess like the real cost. So if you want to kind of keep like a logical accounting of what things cost, you may go ahead and tax according to the There's no need to do that because literally taxes do not fund any spending whatsoever, zero. Literally, taxes do not pay for programs. That's not how it works. Taxes is there to drive you to need that currency. And by needing that currency, you'll do something to get it to pay your tax. In the end, you're going to get a job. You're going to do something you're going to invest you're going to do whatever but you're going to do something to get that currency that's the deal okay and then i guess the other part of this is to raise or lower the buying power of the dollar by making taxes higher it hardens the dollar it makes it more scarce it makes it one of those things where they can literally make you do more for less right that's why when you raise taxes it forces you to do more to get more all right however When you think about other aspects of taxes, it's behavior modification. When Bernie Sanders talks about a Wall Street speculation tax, he's not talking about a Wall Street speculation tax to pay for programs. He says that, but that's not what that's for. A Wall Street speculation tax literally is what they call a Pagovian tax or a sin tax, and it's meant to change behavior. I've said this so many times I feel like I should hit the play button on the recorder and let it do it for me. But ultimately, a Pigovian tax is a syntax. It's intended to change your behavior. And if you tried to fund a program based on a Pigovian tax, Pigovian tax is intended to stop the behavior. So if you stop said behavior, and that means that tax revenue dries up, how are you funding your program, Chauncey? Think you out with the teacup? How are you paying for your program? You're not. But normies believe that shit. Okay, And that's part of the problem that's part of the problem. So, all right. So we have others in here and I want to be clear. We've got Carpe Diem. I know that we had uh,
1: uh, more in here
0: and I am so sorry. I'm so terrible at this. We have Manlet and the Vanlet. Thank you so much. Uh, $5 super chat. Thank you for your efforts, Stephen, and all of RP and MMT aware folks. And I know there's one more and that's New York NNY radio rock on. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. And let's scroll on down here for more. I know there's another one. And I did that. And here we go. Manlet in the vanlet one more time. I live in a van because I'm conscientious objector to the system that failed me. All right. And you keep on going. Anyway, I I really want to tell you how. Oh, please, is that? Dude, are you like dropping bombs or is this just out of the way? Another $50 super chat. You are my hero, dude. And in that more and more $100 trillion um, and everyone has free health care at this level of the president of the United States. Everyone has food. Everyone is clean. Yeah, man, you are preaching to the choir, brother. I absolutely agree. I don't know that that 55% tax is a necessity. That's another story for another day. But I totally get what you're saying, man. I really appreciate it. Truly, truly appreciate I you know what something? I know that everybody doesn't have that kind of money. And that's why I don't go out here begging for super chats. I do ask for donations because we are a nonprofit. We're we're both a 501c4, which is what this channel is, and we're a 501c3 on the other side. I really appreciate all the support, all of it, every last bit of it. But I want you to know that your welfare comes first, your family's welfare comes first your need to take care of the basics of life come first. So don't ever put yourself in a position where your life is in some way, shape, or form taking a hit by supporting us. I appreciate it. We'll get through it. We'll figure it out. We'll work on a shoestring budget. More, obviously, is better. But I don't want anybody putting themselves in harm's way. So I really, really, truly uh, appreciate the sacrifice. Uh, and, and this right here in this case, I want to just say this, I'm putting this into the chat. It's the word Pegovian, And, um, I put a Z in there. So forgive me for the Z. I'll show it up on the screen. Zipigovian. That's just me, uh, being a little crazy there. Oh, dude. Holy cow. man! I almost feel like I want to just drive out there and give you a hug, man. I don't have that kind of money. I'm homeless. I'm very lucky that I have literally helped so many people that every once in a while I can stay in a garage and get a shower. I would just would rather give that little money to have to people like you. Dude, I'm about to like close this broadcast off because I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do it with a without crying. Um, really, really appreciate it, man. I, I don't I don't approve of it though. I want to be I wanna be clear. I don't approve of it. I need you, I need you to take care of you. Okay, I need you to take care of you. Don't, don't worry about us in that way. Really, truly, I, I mean this from the bottom of my soul. Do not ever, ever, ever put yourself in harm's way to support this organization. Ever put yourself in harm's way. Please. We need support, but we don't need that support. We need you because we're living in a cruel world. All the things we're fighting for are because it's a cruel world. And because I don't have any kind of politicians in there that will do the things we need them to do to make it less of a cruel world. And every time we vote another progressive, they fall into the establishment anyway, because that government is captured. And I feel really, really guilty when someone like you who really genuinely needs it puts up, I appreciate it immensely. I'm not taking the gift for granted just want you to understand. just want you to understand. I appreciate it very much. So anyway, with that in mind, let me just finish this off because I, uh, this is not going to be a terribly long stream. Thank you, Humors, for making this a shorter stream because I'm going to have to go cry my eyes out in the other room. I don't do very well. On, I have cried before on
1: camera. I just try not to make it a habit. Um, I just want to be honest here. I you know I work with Jordan on Status Quo a couple days a week here and
0: there, and Jordan has a different flavor for what he's going for. He covers investigative reporting, but Jordan, he, he really does have, in many ways, a much more of a normie crowd than I do, right? And so within that space, he's trying to help them learn, trying to get them mobilized to help out with things like union drives and with water and things like that but because he's not out there hasn't crossed hasn't gone into the what he considers to be nihilism he's out there getting torn up by people on uh, on twitter and other places i have a real problem with that we need that crowd
1: we need them to make change without them we lose everything that's why i'm so grateful to be a part of it anyway I hope you all understand that even though it's cool to
0: own Democrats, it's cool to own vote blue sycophants, it's cool to own normies. It's also important to understand that we need them. They're not the man. They're propagandized people. They're people that have bought into a hope that isn't real. That doesn't make them bad. It just makes them misguided. It makes them propagandized. I want you guys to understand that we need to figure out a way forward. That includes those individuals. So, with that in mind, I am Steve Grumbine. I really, truly thank you all for all the super chats. I appreciate you following our work. I appreciate if you like and subscribe to our channel. I'm really hoping that you guys can, in fact, turn on notifications because you know how hard it is to get people to these shows. Okay. I really appreciate it, though. Every last one of you, thank you so much for your time your energy, your desire to change. I am all about it, so you guys are my tribe and I really, really truly appreciate the time that you spend with me. So with that, I am Steve Grumbine, I am the Rogue Scholar, and I am out of here. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our efforts, please take a moment to subscribe and check out our other work on the Real Progress in Action YouTube channel and visit our sister organization's website at
1: realprogressives.org.